But here's what we're going to do. I'll just, um, we'll do a blind reading, but I'll skip over the shit that we already know. And then maybe that will make it somewhat manageable, I guess. All right. Um, Sounds good. Sounds yeah. good. Um, Doesn't sound good to me. It sounds like it's <laughs> really long. No, no. Nah, nah. So like if you two can carry while I carry the, the show while I'm sorting through the fucking shit, that's not. So what I'm, do you think, Carol, about fucking Rudy Giuliani? Admitting that he fucking lied. Well, can we say that for the podcast too? Oh, well, aren't we recording? Ty, I feel like you. So here's what we do: like we chit chat and we get our vibe going. I'm feeling sassy, saucy. It's not that. I try to do this (laughs) thing where there's like this clear delineation between us chit chatting and you know shooting the shit, and then I'm like, all right, I'm gonna count us in, and then we do the thing, and that's when we're recording. Okay. But you have no context for that, do you? You're just like, oh, yeah, it's all the same shit, which was what made the end of the last episode so fucking <laughs> You had to bring that up. Oh, man, it was so good. It was the best. You, I don't, you couldn't have done it better. You couldn't, because what happened was, what made it even, what made it really special. Okay. Uh, I'm probably going to put this in like the, the pre roll for the podcast. So what made the last episode really special is when we were recording, I was like, oh, yeah, Ty, remember the thing where we did with O Fortuna and you had no idea what the fuck was going on? That was hilarious. <laughs> and then we switch up the closing thoughts. And I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna let you go last Ty. All right. You bring us home and then you shit all over Ron DeSantis. And it was fucking incredible for like five straight minutes. And then you're like, as soon as you hit a down note, I'm like, all right, Ty, say the thing. You're like, what thing? Like, Ty, say the thing. The same thing we do every week, Ty. We like pinky in the brain. We trying to take over the world, except for on this podcast, is you know, and that concludes, and you're like, and that concludes what? <laughs> and Carol's like, and that concludes this episode of I'm like, oh fuck this. I'm cutting this shit off. This is D-Knight. This is Carol. This is Ty. And you're listening to the Pardoning Insurrection Podcast. And just when you thought you were going to get the indictment you've been waiting for for years, Jack Smith was like, not like that. (laughs) It's like, but can I interest you in a superseding indictment? (laughs) (laughs) We haven't gotten the new indictments in yet, but... Wait, did I start listening to... Did I say we we're listening to the part in the Insurrection stuff. podcast? That's important. People need to know what fucking podcast they're listening to. No, it's not important. Oh, uh, yeah. What, this is, yeah. And you're listening to the part in the Insurrection podcast where right. we often talk about the insurrection. But sometimes we don't. Sometimes, sometimes we don't. We don't. Uh, yeah, sometimes so, we do. Sometimes we don't. Yeah. In case you missed it, Trump was. We're a box of chocolates. Reindeer. I'm not saying like so chocolate in the box. Oh, yeah. Well, your box is chocolate. <laughs> I've I've got more like a candy cane situation going on. That Well, actually, it's more like a cannoli. It's, <laughs> no, that's, it's, that's chocolate, my box. it's chocolate on the outside and cream filled on the inside. All right, that got graphic. I'm sorry. I'm turning in. I'm, Man, might as well put me on the God saying that. I was listening to the road the other day. No. Um, anyway, so yes, Trump got indicted, re-indicted in South Florida. Um, he set the media up. Everyone was hanging around DC, like, oh, Trump's gonna get indicted on this January 6th shit because he got a target letter 
letter the other day. Wrong, wrong. Yeah, I was wrong. Uh, he got indicted in South Florida again, though. More indictments on on top of the previous set of indictments in the class. Yeah, we'll take it. Um, no one's complaining here about Trump getting indicted again. I mean, just keep this up. I can indict this motherfucker every month, and and that'll be good enough for me. Um, so what we're going to do, given this is a, an emergency podcast and we hadn't had a chance to check any notes, and I purposely um, made it a point not to read the indictment until I got a chance to record. So we're going to do a blind reaction to the Trump superseding indictment in South Florida. Yay! Woo! It's going to be an they adventure, added a, They added a third defendant. Yes, Beside they did. Donald and Carlos the Waltian Saltine, Carlos de Oliveira, or Carlos the Pool Boy. Yeah, they, yeah, <laughs> the the Saltine Cracker guy, Walt Nada, Waltine Nada, uh, has a new co defendant. That would be Carlos de Oliveira, as, as Carol aptly pointed out. He is the individual, well, he's basically the mainest man, and he's also the guy who flooded the pool into the the server room so not a good very good pool boy am i right (laughs) Um, well as far as pool boys go he's not top of the list mm. now now that i think he's a pool boy i want to know what he looks like so pardon me keep talking (laughs) (laughs) nothing nothing Is is he hot is he a hot pool boy or like no. Uh, when I search him, it just shows me a picture of Trump. I didn't want to see him. No. Take, Google fucking sucks. Like, they fucking, you put... See, this is a different kind of pool boy than Jerry Falwell's pool boy. I'm totally <laughs> expecting, like, well, I'm totally not suspecting this particular pool boy of laying the pipe down with Melania the way the other pool boy was doing. No. Uh, what's his name? Becky? He wasn't, he ain't he ain't getting that Becky from Melania the way the other pool boy was getting it from Becky Falwell. Um, clean on the outside, cream on the inside. Yeah, y'all should watch that documentary about the <laughs> Falwells, by the way. That shit is incredible. Um, who produced that? Was that... um? Oh, fuck. God Forbid is the name of it. I can't remember the fucking director, even though the second... Billy Corbin! That's my guy. Billy no Corbin directed that shit. Yeah. No yeah. Holy I love shit. Billy Corbin. That's my dude. I I would yes. not have it. Billy, super, Billy super, Corbin super, follows super, me on Twitter, by the way. Super, 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 super. So, yeah. Ooh. I know I'm special. I got a super, 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 super seating indictment. I don't want to brag or like drop names or anything because it's not like that. But there are a number of people who follow me on Twitter who I'm like. And this is the section we call D. This is the section of the show we call D does name dropping. No, I wasn't going to drop any more names. I was just going to say I fan. No, I just fangirl sometimes (laughs) over like this is the one thing I'm going to miss now that like Elon's ruined the shit. But Twitter's fucking awesome. Like there's people I never dreamed of ever having a single conversation with on Twitter and they like follow me around and retweet my shit. They follow you and they love you. Yeah, it's pretty dope. And I Um, hate you. Thanks, Ty. (laughs) See if I help you get your threads account popping after this bullshit. All right. So blind reading of the Trump indictment. We're going to jump right in and and try and um, navigate through this. 
at least as far as the new information goes. Because I've yet to read this thing. Yeah, we're United going to... States of America versus Donald J. Trump, Waltine Nauta, and Carlista Oliveira. Yeah. The superseding indictment. The grand so jury charges that at times material to the superseding indictment on or about the dates and approximate times stated below. Uh, Introduction. Donald... <laughs> Defendant Donald Trump was 45th president of the United States of America and he fucking sucked in, from 2017 to January 20th, 2021. Think... Are we supposed to be reading this word for word? Don't think or we just have take to read just as long and yeah. say a bunch of extra words. So accident? we're going to like cherry pick the important parts, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the classified documents Trump stored in the boxes that he withheld from prosecutors included information regarding defense and weapons capabilities of both the United States and foreign countries, uh, United States nuclear programs and potential vulnerable. Like, this is incredible shit, first of all and foremost, because even though I read the previous indictment word for word out loud on this podcast and another episode, like, it's just always incredible to say it out loud what the fuck Trump was doing. He's like, no, this is presidential records. Why the fuck do you need United States national defense materials at your fucking villa? But even the context right here, it's like he's putting them in. It's like a, a scrapbook for him. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like, that's a great fucking analogy, Carol. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, the, you know what the purpose of a scrapbook is, Carol? To show it to people. Who the fuck yep. is he showing you this to? All right, that's be uh, know. that's beyond the scope of this. Oh, um, okay, classified. Certainly. Wait, it also cool. talks about like one Donald Trump ceased to be president on January twentieth, twenty twenty one at noon. So after you know he intended to take these documents with him after he left office. Once he no longer had a security clearance, down to Florida, the Mar-a-Lago, he fucked up. He's about to find out. So on two occasions in, in 2021, Trump showed classified documents to others as follows. In July 2021, at Trump National Golf Club in Bedminster, New Jersey, uh, here two for named as the Bedminster Club, during an audio recorded meeting with a writer, a publisher, and two members of his staff, none of whom was, possessed a security clearance, Trump showed and described a plan of attack that Trump said was prepared for him by the Department of Defense and a senior military official. Trump told the individuals that the plan was highly confidential and secret. Trump also said, as president, I could have classified it, and now I can't, you know, but this is still a secret. And this is, of course, the infamous Trump recording that we've all heard of Trump waving the fucking papers around. Like, hey, see the classified shit? Um, Look at this highly classified thing. I know I didn't classify. <laughs> didn't I'm important. Classified. Look at this uh, right. shit. <laughs> hey, I'm committing a crime right now. It'd be incredibly inconvenient if someone was, was recording this and handed this table I'm over in- to prosecute. It was like that fucking absurdly ridiculous don't, of a recording. Don't take my exact words out of context. <laughs> I did. In August or September, this is the second incident of Trump's showing classified documents to an individuals with no security clearance. In August or September of 2021, at Bedminster, Trump showed a representative of his political action committee who did not possess a security clearance, a classified map related to a military operation and told the representative that he should not be showing it to the representative and that the representative should not get too close. (laughs) (laughs) Those are his fucking exact words. I I shouldn't be showing you this don't get Hello. too close to it. 
Hello, but I am establishing a... that I am doing something illegal again. <laughs> I, I am fully aware of my how I am doing it wrong, and I don't really intend to stop. <laughs> this is insane. That was September uh, of 2021 hello. at the latest. But on March 20, or rather March 30th of 2022, the FBI opened a criminal investigation into the detention of these documents, and all this information in this indictment stems from that investigation, which seems to be continuing even though Trump's been indicted not once but twice here. Um so according to this indictment, uh the FBI is alleging, well I guess it's Jack Smith special counsel's office is suggesting that his attorneys falsely represented to the FBI and the grand jury that Trump didn't have the documents called for by the grand jury subpoena issued in during the investigation. Uh, that he also directed defendant Walt Nader to move boxes of documents to conceal them from Trump's attorney, the FBI and the grand jury. They're suggesting that his attorney hid or destroyed documents called for by the grand jury subpoena. Uh, also that he provided the FBI and grand jury, just some of the documents called for by the grand jury subpoena subpoena while claiming that he was cooperating fully. So we gave him some of the shit that they subpoenaed while withholding others. Uh, and causing a certification to be submitted to the FBI and grand jury falsely representing that all documents called for by the grand jury subpoena have been produced while knowing that in fact, not all such documents had been produced. And last of all, attempting to delete security. This is fucking insane right here. Attempting to delete security footage at the Mar-a-Lago club <laughs> and steal information from the FBI and grand jury. Like I don't, this is what I imagine Trump's excuse is going to be for this shit, right? Because clearly, you know, if there's security footage of you doing the shit, and you're supposedly innocent. Like, why would you want to delete that? You, you'd want to be like, oh, I'll just. What? Well, oh, here's what he's gonna say. I was deleting the security footage because I didn't want everyone to see how innocent I am. <laughs> That's what he's gonna fucking say. It's coming out on True Social. I promise you're gonna see that shit tomorrow. It's gonna be his explanation. As a result of Trump's retention of classified documents after his presidency and refusal to return them, hundreds of classified documents were not recovered by the United States government until 2022 as follows. Um, actually, we don't need to go into that. Um, so the Trump's co-conspirators. Nardo was a member of the United States Navy stationed at the valet in the White House during the Trump's presidency. Beginning in August 2021, Nada became an executive assistant of Donald J. Trump and served as Trump's personal aide or, quote, body man. Nada reported to Trump, worked closely with Trump, and traveled with Trump. I feel like we know all of this information. But this is where we move yeah, on we, to the newest co-defendant, Carlos. De I'm sorry, what were we saying? Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, enter Carlos, the pool boy, yeah, who enter was employed Carlos. as the property manager at Mar-a-Lago Club prior to holding the position of prior manager. I, those should have been stressed differently. Jay Oliveira was employed as a valet at the Mar-a-Lago Club. Uh, I like to say valet, but you can pronounce it valet if you'd like. For <laughs> some reason, I, that's how I feel like it's pronounced when it's like a, a servant and like valet is like just someone who drives the car. Well, you know, I did. I did have a valet at the house. So, I, you know. Don't nobody give oh. a fuck about how you used to be ball and tie. <laughs> Oh, I used to have money. Now that's old shit. Why are you bringing up old <laughs> shit? We talking now about today. I used to be a baby. <laughs> someone else wiping my butt. Hey, yeah. girl, when I was born, I was your color. That's how long ago <laughs> that was. Yeah, yeah. I was you gotta check those. You gotta check those fingernails. Yeah, 
I was, yeah. they thought I was a, uh, you know, they thought I were, I was like a, a, a native or something. <laughs> I was pasty. Yeah. Hard to believe, but I, I kid you not. I'm sure I got a baby picture somewhere. I'll dig that up one of these years. Are um, natives pasty when they're born? So let's, we're getting off track here. Well, no, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying I was like your complexion, but I had that's the a dark. Black people, that's a black people thing. The Carol. dark straight hair with like the, anyway, yeah. f- f- fuck you, Carol. <laughs> What's a black, whatever. Okay. I do like it when you read though. I, I enjoy listening to your voice. I'm in entire- Lago Club. I'm 100% located. certain that everyone Carol's listening voice. to this podcast really? is like, when will D shut the fuck up? He's I done 14 Carol's hours voice. of solo podcasts in the last three weeks. And then when the girls are on, he won't shut his fucking mouth. Shut your meat hole, D. I'm, I'm going to. Carol, go. I don't know how much background we need him on the Mar-a-Lago club. Let's see. It's a, it's a club on None. in Palm Beach. None. More than 25 guest rooms, ballroom, spa store between January 2021 and August 22, the Mar-a-Lago Club hosted more than 150 social events, including weddings, movie premieres, and fundraisers that together drew tens of thousands of guests. Yes, and also Mar-a-Lago had the security of my fucking refrigerator. Anyone can open up. So they just briefly mentioned that the Secret Service was there, but not to protect the contents uh, or anybody at Mar-a-Lago Club, but Trump. So we're not entirely team commander. And well, maybe the family, whatever. We're not even entirely sure that the Secret Service knew the contents of the boxes were classified. But that's not, it's like, they're just pointing out that that's not their job. So we don't expect the Secret Service to be getting involved there. It's okay. So uh, of the classified information owned by, produced by, and for any, and under the control of the United States government, pursuant to executive order 12958, signed on April 17th, 1995. This is probably not the part I needed to read as invented. <laughs> okay. Um, when you asked how much background we needed and I said no, and you continue, this is what you got. Yourself <laughs> yeah, I'm reading just executive order numbers. So this was classified as um, top secret, secret, or confidential. They give the classifications. No foreign stood for not releasable or to foreign nationals. Okay, Keep so on skipping, gone, Carol. We've gone through these kinds of Keep the classifications. What yeah. they, if I'm doing it, I'm going to classify documents entertained after his presidency. So, so we've kind of been through all this. You know, we remember he had all they talk about the ballrooms to establish the top secret levels of information were left lying about for tens of thousands of people to see them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it goes on about, it on goes on to the information for which the documents uh, were supposed to supposedly classified under. And, and yes. And then we yeah. get to Trump's public statements on classified information as candidate for president of the United States. Trump made the following public statements among the, among others about classified information. All right. This is important continue on august 18th how you're doing the boobs and the camera thing is this intentional are you trying to distract us you're trying to crash the podcast again aren't you like you did last time d go ahead go ahead carol continue on on august 18th 2016 trump stated in my administration i'm going to enforce laws concerning the protection of classified documents hillary Hillary Clinton. clinton Of no classified one, information. No one no will, one be, will above be, the be law. above the law. So he made, there's like four or five more statements like this where he indicates. No, read them all. The no, okay. read them. Yes, this is I'm just incredibly gonna read them in fucking my voice. absurd. 
Yeah, okay. you September 6, 2016. President. We also need to fight this battle by collecting intelligence and then protecting, protecting our classified secrets. We can't have someone in the Oval Office who doesn't understand the meaning of the word confidential or classified. Oh, boy. And September 7th, 2016, Trump stated, one of the first things we must do is enforce all classification rules and to enforce all laws relating to the handling of classified information. September 19th, 2016, Trump stated, we also need the best protection of classified information. And on November 3rd, 2016, Trump stated, service members here in North Carolina have risked their lives to acquire classified intelligence to protect our country. Um, <sighs> this is, uh, this is, this is incredible. The, the Jack Smith is quoting Trump's exact words that he made in public statements about the classified documents case. Cause I absolutely guarantee you that when Trump is indicted for these Jacks or January 6 charges, the Jack Smith recently sent a target letter for that. He's going to quote Trump's public commentary in, in that indictment. Anyway, sorry. Continue on as president. Oh, as president of the United States on July 26th, 2018, Trump issued the following statement about the classified information. As the head of the executive branch and commander in chief, I have a unique constitutional responsibility to protect the nation's classified information, including by controlling access to it. More broadly, the issue of a former branch official security clearance raises larger questions about the practice of formal officials maintaining access to our nation's most sensitive secrets long after their time in government has ended. Such access is particularly inappropriate when former officials have transitioned into highly partisan positions and seek to use real or perceived access to sensitive information to validate their political attacks. He knew, Carol. He knew. And he let it happen. Any access granted to our nation's secrets should be in the furtherance of national, not personal interests. No one knows what that quote is from, do they? Mark Ruffalo in the spotlight. Oh, I thought you meant this. I'm like, it was Trump on July no, 26th, they knew. But, <laughs> um, but did you say, like, there's no way he right wrote now? this. Did you look right now what I sent in the chat? Girl, no. What the fuck did you? What? On Twitter. Look. What are you doing? Oh, no. That's, that's this. <laughs> well, they do look kind of, well. One takes after father and the other takes after mother. It's a pretty and Carol, did you DNA is incredible. Carol, did you see Okay. I totally forgot where we at, Carol. Where where are we again? Todd, you be throwing us off. What you be doing over there? Um, We finished this. Pull up this goddamn indictment so you can read. All right, we're back to the indictment. Trump's so retention don't have to hear of my classified documents after his presidency. Ty, would you like to read some? Um, we can skip past that part because we were. There's we, a box, pick bunch of there's a that photo of of hundreds, well, probably like fifty boxes stacked up in the ballroom where there are public or semi-public events. As we, I think it's only fifty. That's a lot. It's like eighty boxes. It's it's near. It's closer to one hundred than it is fifty. Um, yeah, but he, it certainly doesn't look like it's in a secured area. Yeah. Um, March twenty twenty one. Now and others moved some of Trump's boxes. We've already been through. Oh, moved him from from the white and gold ballroom to the business center. 
And yeah. so just like, you know, you get your free breakfast, probably not free at Mar-a-Lago. Um, and you head over to the business center to check your emails. You take some classified documents to wipe your ass in the bathroom. I'm just um, sitting here thinking about like hundreds of people dancing around the ballroom. There's just boxes with papers everywhere. I mean, if you look at this fucking photograph, which you can pull up anywhere on the Google, like the shit is just on the stage at the ballroom. And then like the the dance floor or whatever is just open. And like, I'm totally certain those boxes must have been there for months because this was like <laughs> he took the boxes in January it was the middle of March when they took this photo. And that's two months where anybody could have just wandered in there and looked at the box. Well, yeah, anyway. so it says the staff asked Trump employee two asked if the boxes could be moved out of the business center to make room for staff to use it as an office. And uh oh, Trump employee one had asked that. My apologies. Trump employee two replied, Whoa, okay. So POTUS specifically asked Walt for those boxes to be in the business center because they are his quote papers. Later that day, Trump employee one and Trump employee two exchanged the following text messages. We can definitely make it work if we move his papers to the lake room. We want to be one, D. Uh, Trump employee one said, there is still a little bleh, still a little room in the shower where his other stuff is. Oh it is, only, it is insane. It is only his papers he cares about, right? There's some other stuff in there that are not papers. Could that go to storage or does he want everything in there on the property? Yes. Anything that's not the beautiful mind paper boxes can definitely go to storage. Want to take a look at the space and start moving tomorrow, Am? Yeah, the, the beautiful, beautiful mind, mind reference. That's the movie <laughs> with with the autistic guy who saw the pattern and the crazy shit that no one else could understand. Uh, and he, of course, was insane. There was no pattern. Um, yeah. So after that, <laughs> after that Texas <laughs> After that text exchange, eleven thousand votes in the boxes. <laughs> <laughs> Trump's boxes were moved from the business center to a bathroom and shower yeah. in the Mar-a-Lago Lake Room. Uh, we we saw that photograph. It's insane. Uh, I broke down every I broke down everything wrong with that photograph in on Twitter. Uh, the most insane of which is not just not even the pile of boxes in the bathroom around the shower and toilet, not even the pile of boxes behind the shower curtain stacked all the way up to the ceiling um, in, in the tub with the fact that like, why is this toilet two feet tall? I don't understand. doesn't make any sense. Like someone's dick is tiny. Like my shit would just be in the water. If I, anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, May, 2021 Trump directed that the storage <laughs> room on the ground floor of Mar-a-Lago club, quote, the storage, the quote, storage room be cleaned out so that it could be used to store his boxes. Yeah, the storage room with the FBI came down there. Uh, it was like, oh, damn, these these is the classified documents, huh? Like this could shit be up. reached, could be reached from multiple outside entrances, including one accessible from the Mar-a-Lago Club pool patio through a doorway that was often kept open. OK, so I think I, I imagine there's several more pages. Um, 
explaining how much there was and how readily accessible it was and how few security precautions there were. But yeah, we can scan through that real quick. And there's, uh, well, we don't have to do that, but there room. is this one picture when they move the shit from the bathroom to a different storage room. Um, and there's like a photo, photocopier right across from the, you know, 97 boxes of classified documents. Why are the fucking classified documents stored next to a photocopier? Sorry, guys. I wasn't yelling at you. <laughs> Carol, how do you feel? Uh, do you see the, have you pulled up the picture with the classified documents? They're all stacked up against the wall on pallets next oh, yeah. to the fucking photocopier. Cause that's insane. It's insane. Well- I had a friend ask today. She's like, why wouldn't he have just like photocopied it and given it back? He's fucking lazy, Carol. What are you talking about? And he's dumb. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, maybe if maybe if the (laughs) maybe if I take my own government files, they won't be able to prosecute me because they won't have the evidence of all my malfeasance. Uh-huh. Well, there was that one staffer who actually did copy some of the documents and have them digitized and stored on both a hard drive, well, a flash drive, and well, as well as a laptop. So, yeah. Um. Anyway, so we'll move on to July 2021st. 2021? 2021. Trump gave an interview at his office in Bedminster to a writer and publisher in connection with a thin, oh. a thin forthcoming book which we assume to be Mark Meadows biography or whatever the fuck. No one wants who cares about Mark Meadows. Um, y'all remember when Mark Meadows was in Congress, <laughs> he gave up his congressional seat to go to prison. Um, anyway, two members of Trump staff also attended, attended the interview, which was recorded with Trump's knowledge and consent before the interview. The media published reports that at the end of Trump's term as president, a senior military official, which we know to be Mark Milley, former general or no current general. Wait, has he retired? I don't, uh, it doesn't matter. Reportedly no. fear that Trump might order an attack on country a, which we know to be Iran and that the senior military official advised Trump against doing so upon greeting the writer publisher and the two staff members, Trump stated, quote, look what I found. This was Mark Milley's plan of attack. Read it and just show it's interesting. Later in the interview, Trump engaged in the following exchange, I'll be Trump. I guess you can be the writer, Ty. Ty, do you have this shit up? No, you don't. Yeah. Carol, no, you do? I don't. Okay. Well, Carol, you can be the writer. Ty, you just laugh. You um, be uh, our laugh track for this shit. Uh, well, with the senior military, well, with Mark Milley, uh, let me see that. I'll show you an example. He said that I want to attack Iran. Isn't that amazing? I have a big pile of papers. This thing just came up. Look, that was him. They presented me with this. This is uh, this is off the record, but they presented me with this. It was him. This is the Department of Defense, and it was him. Wow. We we looked at some. This was him. This wasn't done by me. This was him. All sorts of stuff. <laughs> Pages long. Look. Hmm. Wait a minute. Let, let's see here. <laughs> yeah. I just found. Isn't it amazing? This was this totally wins my case. You know. Mm-hmm. Except it's like highly confidential. <laughs> yeah. Secret. This is secret information. Look at this. You attacking. By the way, isn't that incredible? Yeah. I was yeah. just thinking. Well, we know Trump doesn't think because we were. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. He just 
it goes on like this, and he's just using this classified document to shit all over Mark Milley. And then he's showing it to them, and he's telling them, oh, yeah, it's a secret. And then he's like, yeah, and now we, the staff was like, yeah, but now we have a problem. And he's like, oh, isn't that interesting? Yeah, this is insane. He's being charged for this, by the way. Like, apparently he turned this specific document over that we didn't know that uh, Jack Smith's team recovered to NARA. And that's how this ended up in this indictment. So Trump is being charged with with disclosing this classified information to these fucked hearts. Good. Yeah, long story short there. Except for the part where he just, you know, disclosed our classified information. Yeah, not good, okay. Carol. <laughs> not good. It's not, it's not good at all. Nothing is good here. All right, yeah. let's see. We'll keep going. This is the conversation. Yeah, then they, well, they move on to, yeah, there's a, there's one of his um, PAC staffers that he showed a different classified document to, which was a map of some country B where there was an ongoing U.S. military operation. And he's like, hey, bro, want to see this classified shit? And dude was like, oh, okay. And here we are. Now Trump's being indicted for disclosure of classified documents to this fucking moron. Yeah, that was exciting. Let's get another Trump quote. <laughs> On February 16th, 2017, four years before Trump's disclosures of classified information set forth above, Trump said in a press conference, the first thing I thought when I heard about this is, how does the press get this information that's classified? How do they get it? You know why? Because it's an illegal process and the press should be ashamed of themselves. But more importantly, the people that gave out the information to the press should be ashamed of themselves, really ashamed. <laughs> yeah he's uh you have to be I, able to feel shame. somebody like give him a mirror or something like for that yeah there's also a number of text messages going back and forth between nada and and a couple of other dudes where, where they're like talking about how trump wants to see pictures of the the boxes of documents and know what shape they're in and where they're being stored and blah, blah, blah. Um, it's a lot going on here. Uh, is one box. There's a couple of boxes that need some covers that are apparently missing. So who knows who was sorting through this shit? And it was like, dude, it's like, yeah, bro, can we get some new covers for these before we, uh, give them back to the government on Monday? And <laughs> this is insane. Uh, yeah, just, just totally asinine shit. Um, yeah, let's see what else we got here. Mm, let's see, Trump's production of 15 cardboard boxes to the National Archive and Records Administration. Yeah, I covered that, a lot of that in yep. the previous. Here's another big giant document. thing of boxes. Trump employee texted Trump. This is what you're talking about, huh? Mm-hmm. Already you were saying, checking on the boxes. Great, woman passed. FBI interview, May 2022. Oh, that's so we already got this now to stuff that he's he's falsely said he was not aware of the boxes being brought to Trump's residence for his review before Trump provided 15 boxes. He falsely stated that he didn't know how the boxes that he and Trump employed to brought from Trump's residence to the commercial truck for delivery to NARA on January 2017, 2022 had gotten to the residence and see. So. When asked whether he knew where Trump's boxes had been stored before they went to Trump's residence and whether they had been right, secure and locked in that location now to falsely responded. I wish, I wish I could tell you. I just don't know. It's okay. I, we're gonna... I honestly just don't know. <laughs> I'm going to cut that shit out. And we're going to jump to this part here. So the, the attempt to delete security camera footage. This is some new shit, kids. The, 
Attempt to delete security camera footage. Carol, have you have you made it that far? Todd, you could also pull up this fucking indictment if you want to. False certification oh, to the I FBI. Okay, so no, that's all right. The attempt to delete security camera footage. Todd, pay attention. This is important. And Todd, you were um basically analogous no, to the no, audience I'm sorry. at this point I'm on I'm... june 3rd 20 huh oh well do whatever you want to I'm like sorry. i mean it's not that important like you can read this later if you want to <laughs> there's nothing there's nothing important about the former president <laughs> of the united states getting getting indicted by a special counsel i mean it's only it's only it's only happened once before and it was the same president and same special counsel so it's not even really it's even the same fucking case so it's really not even that much yeah. Of a big deal. Yeah. Not even no, Carol. Carol is falling asleep. We need to wrap oh, this up. So was Ty. Are you? Yeah. yeah, I think Ty the, is sleepy. The attempted Ty. No, I'm, I'm not us. gonna. I'm actually not. Like I have been so like I'm when you're so wired. Like oh yeah, when you finally like, sit down and like take a second to take a breath, you crash. And then you, but like when you can't even sleep because you're like damn everything is like going 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 and then you going 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 going, going, going. uh well you have our permission to totally crash in the middle of this if you'd like to it's absolutely fine uh we understand you have a lot going on you've 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 freshly moved i'm sure that was fucking exhausting i don't even know if you moved everything oh shit i did i i took pictures today um, to send like for me to get you know my check or whatever, like of every room and everything, and I'm like, holy shit, we moved all of this in like three goddamn days. It was insane An endeavor, yeah, yeah, for sure. It was um, absolutely insane. Wait, I don't know where I am anymore. I lost my page. Carol, what what page does that shit start on again? Uh, oh, I found it. Never mind. Twenty seven. But yeah, anyway, Ty. Yeah, you had a lot going on. So if you want to take a nap or zone out or go cook some chicken again, you feel free. Actually, I am gonna fry a couple pieces. Of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <Hello>? you're, <laughs> you're in Greg Abbott's Texas now. So you, um. And you've lost as many forks as inches your son has grown I in the last year. Fork, Carol, like made Jeremy <laughs> breakfast, like um, fucking some pancakes, and it's like you gotta eat this with a spoon because we don't have any forks. <laughs> Carol, I rather just go ahead and destroy the environment and buy some fucking plastic forks. We don't give a fuck. It's all over. Like the water in Florida is boiling. Like it's a no wonder the orcas are fucking mad. Yeah. Like, bitch, you see how high we are, Todd. You yeah. know how it is. You didn't have AC for like six months. We got otters stealing fucking surfboards. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to the important shit here. The attempt to delete security camera footage. This is the newest uh, new information in the superseding indictment that was previously unavailable. So on June 3rd of 2022, after FBI agents were at the Mar-a-Lago club to get the documents back from Trump with the classified uh, markings, Trump attorney one and Trump attorney three, which we assume to be Evan Corcoran. And is that Alina Haba? Uh, the agents observed that there were surveillance cameras located near the storage room. Of course they did on June 22nd, the uh, couple weeks later. Well, I guess that's, 
three weeks later. The Department of Justice emailed an attorney for Trump's business organization to draft grand jury subpoena requiring the production of certain security camera footage for the Mar-a-Lago Club, including the footage from the cameras on the ground floor near the basement where the storage room was located. So DOJ was like, damn, that's crazy. There's the fucking classified documents in that room right there. And then there's a fucking security camera aimed at it. Okay. I got an idea. Let us fucking subpoena the security camera footage. And this was on um, June 22nd. Um, On June 23rd. June 23rd. Yeah, go on, babe. Yeah, the very next day, 46 (laughs) p. Thanks, Carol. Uh, Trump called De La Vera uh, and they spoke for approximately 24 minutes. On Friday, June 24th, the day after that, the Department of Justice emailed the attorney for Trump's business organization, the final grand jury subpoena, which required the production of any and all surveillance records, videos, images, photographs, and or CCTV from internal cameras at certain locations at Mar-a-Lago, including the ground floor where the basement is from January 10th of 2022 to June 24th. So that would be, what, five and a half months there? security footage that they subpoenaed. Um, so after getting the draft indictment, Trump talked to De La Vera and they talked for 24 minutes. And then the next day uh, they got the official subpoena and they're like, give us all your security camera footage. How? And then that same day, one twenty-five in the afternoon, Trump's attorney one spoke with Trump by phone regarding the subpoena for the security camera footage. Uh, two hours later at 3.44 p.m., Nada received a text message from a co-worker, Trump employee three, indicating that Trump wanted to see Nada. Less than two hours later, Nada, who was scheduled to travel with Trump to Illinois the next day, changed his travel schedule and began make, making arrangements to go to Palm Beach, Florida instead. What the fuck? Nada provided inconsistent explanations to colleagues for a sudden travel to Florida. At 7.14 p.m. on June 24th, he texted one person that he would not be traveling with Trump the next day because he had a family emergency which was in Florida for some reason at Trump's property and used shushing emojis at 9.48 p.m. That night, he texted the Secret Service agent they had to check on a family member in Florida, and after he arrived in Florida on June 25th, he texted that same Secret Service agent that he was in Florida working. So a family emergency where you had to work, all right. Uh, around the same time, the, the super sus, around the same time on June 24th, that Nada was making his travel plans to go to Florida. Nada and Delia Vera contacted Trump employee four, who was the director of information technology, the IT guy at the Mar-a-Lago club. And the text are as follows at 502. Nada sent text messages to Trump employee four asking, Hey bro, you around this weekend at 505. Three minutes later, Nada texted Delia, Delia Vera asking, Hey brother, you working today? Uh, Delia Vera responded, yes, I just left. Nada then called Delia Vera and they spoke for approximately two minutes. At 5.09, Trump employee four texted a response to Nada, I am local, entertaining some family that came to visit. What up, yo? Nada responded to Trump employee four, okay, cool, no biggie, just wanted to see if you were hanging around. Enjoy, bro. Uh, hour later, 6.56 p.m., Delia Vera texted Trump employee four saying, hey, buddy, how are you? Uh, Walter called me earlier today and was or rather, Walter called me earlier and said he was trying to get in touch with you. I guess he's coming down tomorrow. I guess he needs you for something. Trump employee, employee four responded. He reached out, but he didn't say what he wanted. I told him I was local, but entertaining some family that came from New York this weekend. He told me, no worries, homie. It's 658. We are corroborating our story via text. <laughs> yes, thank you for... <laughs> 
that explanation, Carol, very, very much warranted. At 6.58 p.m., uh, Trump employee Ford texted out and said, bro, if you need me, I can get away for a few. Just let me know. And I responded, sounds good. Thanks. On Saturday, June 25th, uh, Nala traveled from Bedminster, New Jersey to Palm Beach, Florida. Prior to Nala's trip, Daily Rivera told the valet at the Mar-a-Lago Club that Nala was coming down. And Daily Rivera asked Trump employee Fire to tell, or rather not to tell anyone that Nala was coming down because Nala wanted the trip to remain secret. Well, they didn't do a good job because they were texting about it back and forth nonstop. <laughs> uh, Daly Rivera also told Trump employee five that Nada wanted Daly Rivera to talk to Trump employee four to see how long camera footage was stored. That's very interesting. After receiving a subpoena, a subpoena from the Department of Justice for all the fucking security camera footage. Shortly after arriving in Palm Beach on June 25th, Nada went to the Mar-a-Lago Club and met Daly Rivera at 5.46 p.m. And not in Daily Avera went to the security guard booth where the surveillance video is displayed on monitors, walked with a flashlight through the tunnel where the storage room was located and observed and pointed out surveillance cameras. So they're walking around the property, pointing at the surveillance cameras right after DOJ just subpoenaed the fucking footage. You guys are. (laughs) Not as gangster as fuck. Like he is seriously gangster as fuck. Like he is. Ride or die. I, I gotta give him props for that. That's insane. Yeah, like, the fact that he's not cooperating props. is wild. Yeah, like yeah, I, I gotta give him props for that. Like he is he is standing his ground with that's bananas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is, but you know, I I I I give props, I give respect. We got, we got more though. Uh, on Monday, the 27th of June, uh, early in the morning, Daily Vera walks to the IT office where Trump employee four was working with another employee in the IT department. And Daily Vera requested the Trump employee four step away from the office so that he could talk. Well, he and Trump employee four could talk. So, bro, take a hike. Me and Homer right here. We got some shit. <laughs> Gotta handle some shit real quick. Uh, a couple minutes later. Trump employee four and Daly Avera left the area of the IT office together and walked through a basement tunnel. Daly Avera took Trump employee four to a small room known as the audio, <laughs> known as an audio closet, in the white <laughs> and gold ballroom. Once inside the audio closet, Daly Avera and Trump employee four had the following exchange. Uh, Daly Avera told Trump employee four their conversation should remain between the two of them. He then asked Trump employee four how many days the server footage remained or how many days they retained the server footage and Trump employee four responded that he believed it was around 45 days. So that's about a month and a half. Daily Avera told Trump employee four that the boss wanted the server to leave it. <laughs> it's, oh my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, that's pretty fucking bold right there. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Well, They were pretty fucking old. <laughs> I just want to point out that it's highly ironic um, that Delio Vera is getting indicted for being in the closet when Republic- Republicans spend all this time um, trying to torture people and ruin their lives for coming out of the closet. Um, yeah, so he's like, yo, bro, boss wants this shit deleted. Trump employee four responded that that he would not know how to do that and that he did not believe that he would have the right to do that. 
Trump employee Ford told Daily Avera that Daily Avera would have to reach out to another employee who was a supervisor of security for Trump's business organization, which I believe that individual individual has been subpoenaed. Uh, Daily Avera then insisted that Trump employee four, uh, to Trump employee four, that the boss wanted the server deleted and asked, what are we going to do? At 1014 in the morning, Daily Avera Nada, who's still in Florida, said, hey, buddy, are you working today? Daily Vera then called Nada and they spoke for approximately a minute. Um, later that afternoon, both of them motherfuckers was like, hey, I'm on my way. <laughs> Between 131 and 150, uh, Daily Vera walked through the bushes. Why are you going through the bushes, dog? That seems super suspicious. Uh, at the northern edge of the property to meet with Nada on an adjacent property. So they're like, I don't, what is this? Some like Ethan Hunt shit? <laughs> what are we doing? This Mission Impossible security footage? Uh, just, uh, anyway. So they meet him at another property and then they walk back to the IT office that he had visited that morning and walked again through the bushes on the northern edge of the property to meet with Nada on an adjacent property. At 3.55 in the afternoon, Trump called Daily Avera and they spoke for approximately three and a half minutes. Um, and then we move on to the um, search warrant. In July of 2022, the grand jury obtained the surveillance f- footage from Mar-a-Lago showing the movement of the boxes set forth above, which we talked about. This is insane. I mean, it just... I. I gotta go switch my laundry. I'm taking you with me in the head, and I will still be. <laughs> You're taking me with you in your head. I um. No, I can hear you. I brought my headphones. I have a microphone. Okay, that's very Pedro interesting. Carol wants to go and get like. No, she's doing her laundry, Todd. She got to be sexy tomorrow. Um, no, it's like. It is another fucking field trip, and I oh. just had one yesterday, and they have a special field trip shirt they have to wear on field trip. So I'm watching it. Go on. Yeah, I'm Hello? trying to. I I was oh. looking for like more thorough information about um the surveillance footage that they tried to leak. So um. Yeah, man, this is fucking crazy shit. Like, more, most importantly, here we got Trump ordering Nada and Daily Avera around trying to get this security camera footage deleted. And they like, fuck, I don't know how to do that, but I'm going to try it. And they did, and now they got indicted. And Trump's getting indicted for orchestrating the entire scheme. It's fucking insane. Fuck around and find out. Yeah, you know, fuck around find out, kids. He didn't know he had the right. What happened, uh, Carol? Oh, oh. You're breaking up. You sound like... Sorry. You sound like you on an iPhone two <laughs> from like two thousand three. You on two G right now? Well, I have an I have an iPhone eleven. It's like way past what. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you've, you've upgraded. <laughs> yeah, that's what I could afford. But yes. Yeah, this is fucking crazy. I mean, I just don't understand, like, whose idea this fucking was to try. Like, this is dumb. Like, if you're going to argue to the grand jury and the Jack Smith team that, hey, I'm totally innocent and these boxes are mine and the classified documents or presidential records, then maybe don't try to delete the security camera footage. I don't even think the indictment includes the information uh, where Delia Vera had the pool flood into the room where the servers were for the security camera footage. But this is that same guy. 
who did that crazy shit. Fair not smart. And that's why we have a new criminal code to defend it. Um, Ty, so given what we've talked about in this fucking indictment here, do you suspect that Daly Rivera is cooperating? Because I can't understand or is going to cooperate. Because um, clearly Nada's made his decision to stick with Trump. And is this an attempt by Jack Smith possibly to introduce a potential cooperator to get Nada to flip against Trump? Like, say, I'm a... The, no, what were you saying? So, he, you know, Jack Smith's looking like, all right, we need Nada to cooperate, but he ain't going. All right, we got another co-conspirator. We'll go after him. And we'll hit him with charges and see if he changes his tune. And then, like, say, Daly Rivera's like, I don't want to go to prison forever. I'm a flip. Well, where does that leave Nada and Trump, right? Well, we know Trump's not going to flip, but maybe they can get Nada to cooperate. I, th- I think the new guy, the Carlos guy, I think that he is going to flip because he has no, whatever Nada is fucking like all the way in with Trump. But yeah. Well, he's been in with Trump for years, right? He was this dude in the White House from day one. Yeah. You know he on some Drake shit. No new friends. Yeah, exactly. But this Carlos dude, like, he doesn't have any allegiance to anybody. He has no, like, protection from Trump or anybody else. He's going to squeal like a goddamn pig. He is going to cooperate with everybody and it's the people that you don't think about the people that you dismiss that know everything about what's going on the Cassidy Hutchinson's yeah yeah the people who aren't necessarily high ranking but they were there for everything and saw and heard shit everything and they were there in every you know possible whatever but yeah i think this carlos guy him being added to the indictment i think that's important i think that's big yeah one of the things that's not coming across totally clear in in the indictment is like so they know Delia Vera had these conversations with like the IT dude. Man, he's incredibly tall now. What the fuck happened in like two months? <laughs> he, um, he, no, he, he, can, you can duck now. You're like seven <laughs> foot four. I drink all the forks to turn to and lengthen his bones. <laughs> uh, yeah, air conditioning is bad for your height. I, I don't know. Otherwise, he'd be five foot three instead of. Anyway, um, yeah, so one of the things that doesn't come across very clearly in the indictment is how the fuck does DOJ know what the fuck this dude, Delia Vera, was talking about with the IT guy in the fucking closet, like R. Kelly. It's some crazy yeah, shit. Yeah, where are they getting? Yeah, so I was wondering the same thing. Were there security cameras in the closet? <laughs> yeah, the way they... I mean, the way it sounds, it it feels like it. There is that, or like the IT guy has already spilled the beans to Jack Smith's team. Um, I don't know what the circumstances. Maybe they. Do you think they left out that context on purpose to get them wondering about it and getting paranoid? 
Yeah, they absolutely. I mean, because I'm not a co- I'm not a co-conspirator, and I'm a little paranoid about it now. I <laughs> absolutely assure you that that this particular letter, there were multiple drafts of the superseding indictment. And they're like, how much do we want to give away, and how much do we want to keep close to the vest? And let's let them wonder about some shit the same way we're wondering, like, well, damn, how did how did DOJ and Jack Smith get this per- per- particular information, like this granular level of specific? information about conversations between Daly Rivera and Trump and the IT guy and not it's like and then they left to get some privacy and they went into the private shed. It's wild. Yeah, it's bananas. But yeah, of course, look, once we get some more details, we'll cover this on the next episode of the podcast for sure. But uh we just wanted to kind of take a a sneak peek into what the fuck is going on now that Trump is being reindicted and it feels so good. Uh, you know, also- Trump employee number four, you're sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also had a, a number of other developments over the course of the last couple of days, um, not related to this particular superseding indictment about the classified documents, but more pertaining to the January 6th investigation. Um, namely being that Rudy Giuliani is attempting to come to some kind of settlement agreement with his defamation suit by Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss. You know, the, the oh, no, no. All right. Oh, you're fine. Yeah. The election workers from Georgia that he basically slandered. Um, cause she was daintily walking away with this bag of beef jerky. It's terrible. And I don't want it, but I don't want her to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there had to be some kind of scapegoat for Trump to claim the 2020 election was stolen. And Rudy Giuliani was like, Hey, you got any video with some black people and boom, there goes, uh, Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss. That shit pisses, I, I can't even like yeah. that shit still pisses me off he does Sorry. so much because he ruined the lives of two innocent women who were just doing their fucking duty and what well, yeah and then he made some allegations of them passing around um i don't know flash drives like crack rocks or some crazy shit this fucking bastard um but one of the takeaways from this so but Basically, what he's done is he's agreed to end discovery and basically concede that he was lying about the 2020 election being stolen and the fact that he was using them as a scapegoat. He's basically saying he agrees to be held liable for damages in the civil suit for defaming them. But while this resolves his civil case, uh, under the guise of what he says is saving, well, you know, lowering his legal bills. Uh, if you take this in conjunction with Bernie Carrick, who's also involved in the post-2020 election, as far as ha- Trump's team investigating what they thought would be evidence of voter fraud, which turned out to not exist. Uh, Carrick turned over a trove of documents to Jack Smith's team recently as well. And these documents are likely to prove that the entirety of Trump's team knew there was no there there, that he actually lost the 2020 election and there wasn't any fraud. And that is 
in combination with Giuliani having a proper session with Jack Smith's team a few weeks ago, along with the fact that Giuliani says, you know, and agreed, we have to take this with a grain of salt, that he hasn't received a target letter. What this sounds like is Giuliani uh, cleaning up his his civil liabilities in court so that he can become uh, a cooperating witness for Jack Smith's team. That's just my personal it's opinion, just, right? It's just funny that he thinks he has, like, any credibility. <laughs> okay, well, if you think about what Giuliani has to offer is maybe not credibility in terms of testifying before a jury in a in a trial, right? But a few of the things Ooh. that he can do is point to where the bodies are buried. Thanks, Giuliani. I ju- I'm doing my uh, spelling bee, and I got loon. <laughs> <laughs> On New York Times, telling me. All right. So here's another way Giuliani could come in helpful, right? Know how we were just talking about, like, well, damn, how do they know what the fuck? Where'd you go, Ty? Delia Vera and Nato were talking about in that fucking uh, closet. And we're like, damn, I wonder where they got that information from. You know, Giuliani's a cooperating witness. He can point Jack Smith's team toward particular instances. Right. Sorry. I was just looking confused because Ty disappeared. Yeah. Ty went off the call. She dropped off the call. Yeah. Ty went poof. Um, like black girl's hair does in the summertime when it's humid. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, um, Carol's like, I'm, I'm white. I can't laugh at that. Carol, you're Jewish. You, I was just have, thinking we all have curly hair, hair gets, too. Everyone's hair gets frizzy in the summer, but. <laughs> I've seen some Jew fros in my time. It's okay. You can laugh at it. It's fine. It's totally understandable. It's acceptable. No one's going to cancel you. Anyway, um, yeah, so Giuliani could be particularly useful in, in one, pointing Jack Smith's team to where the dead bodies are buried, two, adding context to conversations, um, messages, emails, and whatnot um, that Jack Smith's team might not be able to do on their own. Uh, three. Welcome black tie. Um, another thing Giuliani could be useful for is getting other individuals to cooperate. Hey, I'm sorry. My, my computer died. So it's okay. This shit happens. Happens to the best of us. Um, welcome, welcome black. We were just talking about, <laughs> I, I, I was telling Carol that you went poof like black girl's hair does in the summer. <laughs> And she was too embarrassed to laugh at that because she was like, oh, damn, I'm I'm white. Do I laugh? And I was like, no, Kara, you're Jewish. It's okay. No, it was more like, I do not relate to that joke. <laughs> and Ty's hair looked nice today, so I didn't. You know. Did it? Thank you. Yeah, he was looking quite, didn't look quite like it lovely. So yeah. I didn't have a real frame of reference for that joke. I brushed, I brushed it out. <laughs> Well, what Giuliani can also do is point Jack Smith's team to uh, crimes committed by other individuals and create an another source of uh, potential cooperating witnesses for Jack Smith's team. Uh, you know, again, there's probably documents Giuliani didn't produce in his civil suit that he could turn over to Jack Smith that might be valuable. Uh, I, I mean, look, Giuliani, Giuliani, while he's an idiot, can also be useful. Except, like, this is a different 
it's not like the Russian equivalent of useful idiot. This is like a literal useful idiot. He's like actually useful, even though he's an idiot, in spite of him being an idiot. Um, yeah. So that's, that was a lot going on there. And he just thinks he has like the acumen of a, I don't know, like maybe himself in his heyday, but if he was ever a competent attorney. Um, yeah, that was like 40 years ago. But he, he really, he still has the same confidence. Oh yes, own. you're you're absolutely right. This is like when you were when like dudes who were slinging dick in their thirties, and then they're like seventy three, and like they can't <laughs> even get it any get it up anymore, but they can pop a little blue pill. No, I'm just making fun of you, Tom. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can was, get it up just fine. That was it <laughs> for whoever. That was such a specific inside joke. I don't think anyone listening to this knows yeah. what the fuck it is I'm talking about. <laughs> Um, anyway, so, uh, even me, (laughs) Carol, you were here, you were here before we started recording. Yeah. So there's also an incident of, um, former GOP gubernatorial candidate named Ryan Kelly, who's been, well, rather who's recently pled guilty to his crimes involving January 6th, wasn't accused of any violence, but he apparently rushed past police, stormed the Capitol and was doing some crazy, doing some crazy shit on the inside, you know, climbing over shit, um, doing doing. A governor, weird, you said. Gubernatorial, gubernatorial candidate. English is so oh. difficult at like eleven thirty at night. When you he was running against Gretchen Whitmer. Got so, it. So yeah, uh, out in Michigan. I'm sorry. I'm just grabbing my chicken because I'm about to fry some fucking chicken. Her so, sister is running for Congress yeah. in my district. I wish you really she? sweet. Yeah. Oh yeah, you were telling us that. I think yeah. So he's uh pled guilty. That was an interesting development. Like given that um, the fake electors from Michigan recently played or were recently charged in Michigan for their role um, in the fake elector plot. Just a little something to chew on. Uh, also, Chris Krebs, the former head of um, CISA, the National yeah. Cybersecurity Agency, uh, the guy who was like, oh, this was the most secure election ever in the history. Uh, he apparently recently spoke with Jack Smith's team. Oh, um, wow. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. Also, Donahue, uh, former acting deputy attorney general uh, in the period after Bill Barr resigned, he's spoken with Jack Smith's team. So there's a lot of developments going on in that area, despite the fact that we didn't get indictments today. But I imagine, given that Trump's Got team talked an to... An indictment today. I mean, well, they threw us a bone. We didn't get J6 indictments today. But yeah, what I, mm-hmm. like I said on Twitter, uh, Jack Smith saw everybody was hungry for indictments and threw us a snack. Um, but yeah, so indictments for that are coming soon. Uh, we get to pop the champagne or at least pop a bottle of, I don't know, may, maybe you don't break out the sparkly shit for, for this. Maybe this is more of not, a... We can't, we can't use a bottle of champagne every time Trump gets indicted for a federal uh, time. Yeah, we'll be out of champagne. Yeah, maybe open up a nice bottle of Cab or something or a Malbec or, you know, something something kind of rich and flavorful. Not not so many bubbles. Today's a chill day. Get you a rack of lamb, something to go along with that. Um, yeah, fun times. It's exciting. 
as always to see a presidential candidate rack up as many uh, criminal counts as he did electoral college votes. But yeah, just to, I, I, oh, also in Georgia, uh, <laughs> also in Georgia, it appears that Fannie Willis is finding Willis rather is clearing the way for indictments to come. They shutting down the fucking courthouse around there, putting barriers up. Looks wild. Maybe she's trying to beat Jack Smith to the punch. I don't know. But uh, I expect next week to be fucking crazy, even crazier than this week. So uh, it should be exciting times here on the Party Against Russia podcast. Make sure you tell all your friends and family and even the motherfuckers that you don't like, even if they voted for Trump, to tune into the podcast so they can hate listen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. So if we don't make it a full week between episodes, do we still have a shithole of the week? I mean, the last episode was only two days ago. Well, yeah, so we we just recently had a shithole of the week award, so I think we'll we'll forego a shithole of the week this week. Although Why? If, if Elon was eligible, he would get it for multiple reasons. Uh we can do a shithole of the day. A shithole of the day award? <laughs> and since it's a new award, it can go to Elon. Okay. Yeah. Well, he wasn't a I don't know how much of a shithole he was today. today but over the course of the last twenty four hours. <laughs> Stole the fucking X and literally. Wait, um, uh, Ty, they need more context. Stole the X from who? There's okay. an individual on he, Twitter whose screen name was X. So, okay. yeah. And he locked him out of his account and stole his fucking idea. Yeah, stole his. If that's he, not a shithole, I don't know what stole, it is. Stole his what? Okay, so let's rewind. Did, he, did they Twitter, take his handle? Okay. Twitter has been no. I got it. I got it. I got it. Hold on a second, because we need more context. Twitter's been rebranded to X, even though apparently it's being rebranded back to Twitter because he doesn't own the copyright to the letter X. Um, But there's an individual on Twitter who had the handle the the handle at X. Okay, so Elon was like, "Fuck that guy. I want the X. Fuck you know, take his fucking account from him. Locked him out of his account. Stole his X." And then gave him a new handle, which was like X one two three four five seven eight eight two three six seven four, um, some weird crazy shit like that. Well, that guy's actually not a jackass, so he was like, "Cool, it's whatever." But it's still fucked up to steal your boy's handle like that. I feel like if you stole his handle X, then he should get the handle Twitter, like it's an even trade. Um, beyond that, there's also this individual, um, this. I forgot what his name. He's some fucking loser. He actually supposedly lives in my town. I don't know. Um, he's also a black guy, but he's like one of them blacks for Trump. Right. You know, for every, you know, 12 million black guys there are in America, there's one black guy who's like, I love Trump. Uh, this is one of those. Well, he apparently posted some child sexual exploitation materials on Twitter uh, uh. last night and had his account oh, suspended. Yeah, yeah, Dom Dom Loser, whatever Dom his name is. Luther. Yes, Dom Loser. Um, so he had his account suspended oh. over that matter, but Elon decided to personally intervene to make sure that his account was restored, but they just deleted the images. What? What? Um, you know, I thought these were supposed to be like the anti pedophile, like save the children guys, and now Elon's like, oh well, you know, posting child porn. Get your uh, 
couple hours suspension on Twitter. What the fuck? He just liked that motherfucker because he's black and he goes on the right wing because they yeah, he, always want to put those people on the pedestal and say, oh, this black guy, yada, yada, whatever. You don't have to explain it, Ty. It's called a token. Everyone knows what that yeah. means. Uh, and beyond that, Elon also is basically trying to blackmail brands and advertising on Twitter. He's like, if y'all don't spend y'all money on this shit, I'm going to take y'all Twitter's handle and give it to some random fuckers and they're going to destroy yeah. y'all's company on Twitter with, with some bullshit, which, which has already happened with the fucking previous uh, checkmark verification scandal. He's like, that was an accident. Watch what happens when we do it on purpose. So you better spend your money over here. So yes, Elon Musk. Since this is a new award, you are here, hereby eligible, and I award you the shithole of the day award. <laughs> yeah, it must be. It, I can't imagine what it would be like to uh, only be able to garner negative attention. Like, he could have put all these efforts into doing something good and make people like him that way. Instead, he just went for, like, <sighs> trying to just fuck everyone up to show him. To show them what for, like, why didn't you like me? You should have liked me. I'm such a nice guy. Yeah, right wingers, Carol. They have they suffer from tiny dick syndrome, and they try to overcompensate, and it always blows up in their faces. Um, yeah. But anyway, we're going to forego closing closing thoughts this evening because we, I mean, again, this is like hour number four of the podcast. This week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah kiddos um an audience member friends and such uh it's late ty sleepy carol sleepy i drank some tea so i'm oddly not entirely totally ready to pass out even though it's almost midnight here and i've worked all day and i've been thinking about this crazy shit um but yeah so oh make sure you say Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you share it with a couple of other individuals. Uh, on top of this episode, we got more January 6th report coming. If you've yet to read that, so stay tuned. Uh, uh, I mean, I imagine with this indictment coming, you're probably going to get a full audio version of that with the January 6th uh, indictment in D.C. that Trump received a target letter for. So stay tuned for that as well. Yeah, we got a lot going on. The shit is nonstop crazy around here. Uh, but we're going to Sorry. cover it all. Frying chicken. You can stick chicken. with us. Catch all the fucking news and developments here on Part of the Insurrection. You can also get you a fucking delicious piece of fried chicken that Ty's cooking up. Yeah, I'm do it fry. And yeah, you can I'm listen trying. to it fry. Turn that grease up. Drop that chicken in there. Hit it. And that concludes this episode of Part of the Insurrection. <laughs>